This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Hall of Fantasy, The Black Figurine of Death, January 26, 1953. And now, echoing footsteps, The Hall of Fantasy. Welcome to The Hall of Fantasy. Welcome to a series of radio dramas dedicated to the supernatural, the unusual, the unknown. Come with me, my friends. We shall descend in the world of the unknown and the forbidden, down the depths where the veil of time is lifted, and supernatural reigns as king. Come with me and listen to the tale of the black figurine of death. Running footsteps. Harold, is that you, David? David, yes. Harold, I've heard a shot. Joyce, so do not we. Harold, I thought it was one of you. Joyce, it was Sawyer. David, he came out last late tonight. I found him in the mausoleum. About an hour ago. Joyce, there he is in his room. Harold tried the door. David is open. Joyce, on the floor. David, is he? Harold, is he? David, yes, he's dead. Dong. David, for all the years of men's sisters, no matter what, what he has learnt or has been taught from generation to generation. So he carries in the innermost depths of his mind a certain fear of the darkness, fear of night, which somehow associated with death. Actually, it's the fear of death itself. Each of us in our lifetime will probably come into contact with some psychic phenomenon, either directly or indirectly, through the experience of relative or an acquaintance. Experience never to be forgotten about such experience is my story tonight. I was there with the others. The night he died, he stood at the foot of the bed. Joyce, Howard and I, Amos Johnson's head, was cushioned on a pillow. His hand, he held a little figurine. Howard, have you sent for us, Uncle Amos? Uncle Howard, of course I did. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here in my room, Harold. Joyce, now, Amos, there's no need to. Uncle Amos, be quiet. Be quiet, all of you. Ah, oh, you, you were here too, David. David, yes, sir. Uncle Amos, be quiet. I didn't ask for a speech, young man. I'll go, I'll do the cooking, if you don't mind. I must speak to you all while I still have time. Joyce, why don't you re- rest, Uncle Amos? Uncle Amos, best, uh, as, ha ha, you like to see that, wouldn't you, Joyce and David and Harold? What? No answer for many of you? I know why you can't say anything, because it's the truth. 
And now, see here, Uncle Amos. Uncle Amos, listen to me, young man. These last years of my life, you have all left me alone. You have one more, you have more important things to do. This, that until tonight. Oh, tonight you are here all because you know I'm dying. You're here like a pack of wolves waiting for me to die, waiting for your chance to inherit my state. Joyce, oh, that isn't true, Uncle Amos. Uncle Amos, or oh, isn't it? Hmm, think it is. Don't worry, you'll inherit the estate. They're free, but in the end, you wish you had never had. Harold, what do you m- mean, Uncle Amos? Uncle Amos, though I die, you'll see me again. Or you hate me. You'll know my presence when you see this. David, what? Why? That's a, a little figurine, Uncle Amos. Uncle Amos, oh, you will wish you'd never seen it before. I f- I'm through. You will wish that you never known me, that you never been born. Before you die, you will all learn what fear is. You will learn how f- it is to feel to be. Uh, feels to be uh, alone. Uh, Joyce, Uncle Amos. David, he's dead at Joyce. Joyce, oh no, he can't be. Howard, he's dead or right. Small statue hidden floor. Joyce, what's that? David, something dropped out of his hand. Couple of steps. David, why is it's a little figurine? <laughs> David, a little figurine lay there on the floor. It fallen from Uncle Amos' hand just as he died when it struck the floor and broken to three pieces. Three pieces. Picked them up, held them into my hand. Pieces fit together perfectly, much like the pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. It was queer, little figurine. Its arms raised in supplication. Look at fear upon its face. There's something frightening about it. Yeah. Day, three days later, Uncle Amos was buried in the museum, north end of the state. We gathered that. We all gathered together at the old house of Colin Sawyer, the executor of the witness state. Papers rustling. Carl Sawyer. As you know, your uncle put to me as an executor of the state, left instructions that the three main heirs, ten days following his demise, gathered in his house, a reading of the will. Joyce, you told us that earlier, Mr. Sawyer. Mr. Sawyer, so I did. You all see it comfortably? Harold, quite comfortably, Mr. Sawyer. It's rather long will, you know. <clears throat> now I am again, I, Amos Johnson, being a sound mind and body to make Ordain and publish this instrument by last will and testament. David, ah, oh, Mr. Sawyer, why don't you just tell us about what, about the will? Hmm? Mr. Sawyer, that is a rather unusual procedure, David. Joyce, David's right, Mr. Sawyer. It all save us a lot of time and trouble. Mr. Sawyer, well, <coughs> perhaps you're right. Let me see. Now, referring to the disposition of monies and property, it is to be divided equally among the three of you. Of course, there are certain gifts to the servants. How naturally? Miss Sawyer, yes, naturally. There's a considerable amount of money to be divided even to our taxes, after taxes. Each of you will be dependent for life. Joyce, I can't understand, Uncle Amos. The entire state, the night he died, Miss Sawyer, contrary to the watch you may, may think about your Uncle Amos, was really quite fond of you. How is that all you, all to the will, Mr. Sawyer? Mr. Sawyer, no, of course, you realise there's one, 
if you were to die, his or her share of the estate would be divided between the two remaining heirs. There's no one other position. There's one other position I do not quite understand. I have yes, rustling papers, Mr. Sawyer. Yes, yes, let me read it, please. Heirs reside in the state for a period of one year. There is no, no doubt the claims of the state will be unmonified. They are to be left without a penny. I thought they were present very frequently during the last years of my life. Howard, that's a rather strange provision. It's like, yes, it, isn't it? Heaven executors when your uncle's will. It's up to me to make sure the provisions are carried out. And believe me, I feel a deep sense of duty to a late uncle. Dun, dun, dun. David, the four of us were discussed the will but until the early hours of the morning. It's so he decided to spend the night with us so he could return to the city in the morning. David, the house became quite, quite silent. Any sound I heard was ticking of the clock. My dresser, I wondered about the provision of meal in which Uncle Amos ordered we, that we make our residence in this ha- his house. I was lying awake in the bed, thinking, well, that when... David, standing outside my door in the hallway, hallway was a housekeeper. Emily, Mr. David? David, yes, Emily. Emily, I found this in my bedroom tonight. David, let me see it. Emily, here. David, oh, it's a little bag for green, just like the one my uncle had. You can have it back now, Emily. Emily, it's frightened me, so I came up to you, Mr. David. David, how do you think I got there, Emily? Emily, well, there's something strange going on in this house, Mr. David. I have an idea. I know who's in the back. Door handle being turned, door being opened. Miss Sawyer, who's talking in there? Footsteps. Miss Sawyer, oh, it's you, David Emily. You up to rather late, aren't you? Emily, yes, Mr. Sawyer. I was going to bed, if you excuse me. David, good night, Emily. Emily, good night, sir. I will see you in the morning. Lighter footsteps quickly walking down hall. Mr. Sawyer, well, I suppose I'd better get back to the bed now, too. Good night, David. David, good night, Mr. Sawyer. David, I watched him go back into his room and turned and went back into mine. Emily had been on the point of saying something to me. Something was important enough to her to make a special trip into my room. Got back into my bed and wondered what she wanted to tell me. Little by little sleep crowded my brain. I was half asleep. Emily, ah, oh, wrong. David, I've been just at the point of falling asleep. Emily, ah, ah. David, Sawyer, I heard someone scream. Sawyer, so did I, David. Footsteps and more doors. Joyce, I thought I heard something. How did I know I did? There's David and Mr. Sawyer. Maybe they can tell us what's happened. Footsteps, Harold. Did you hear to hear something? David, it was a scream at first. I thought it might have been you, Joyce. I think it came from the servant, service quarters. David, jo- Emily, Joyce, what did you say, David? David, it, it will keep. Come on. Decide. Do you think it was the housekeeper, David? David, it has to be. Joyce, maybe she was just startled by it or something. Harold, well, we'll see in a moment. Joyce, that's her room. 
just down the hall. Which is why I hope it's not too it's not serious. David, it's serious enough to make us scream. Emily? Harold, Emily, is there something wrong? Joyce, try the door, David. David, right, it's unlocked. Harold, the light's on in there. Sawyer, she's not in bed. Joyce, on the floor. Harold, she's maybe she's fainted. David, no, she's dead. Mrs. Sawyer, look. Right behind her is a little broken black figurine. Dun, dun, dun. David threw the police, came out and went over everything. No clues to follow. They said Emily had been strangled, but no indication to who might have done it. Police continued the investigation for almost a month. At the end of that time, all they could write down in a case book was murder, unsolved. One evening, about six weeks after Emily died, death, M. Harold, Joyce and I were in the living room. Police said they never... This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'll be able to find out who did it. There's something new turned up. Howard, it probably won't. Joyce, the whole thing frightens me. I still remember Uncle Miss dying words, I thought. Now I die, you see me again. All oh, you have hated me, and you will know of my presence when you see this. It makes me shudder every time I think of it. Howard, I've been thinking about what you said too, Joyce. I wonder if you could come back. David, you mean come back after death? Howard, yes. David, don't be fooled, Harold. When a man dies, he's dead. Harold, I'm not so sure about that. Joyce, you shouldn't talk that way, David, Harold. It's frightening. Harold, why would you come out with me to the Liam? Dave, David, why? Harold, I don't know. I just want to check, that's all. Joyce, I don't think either you should go. David, I'll go, Harold. Joyce, well, I won't. Harold, that's all right, Joyce. I expect you to. All right, David, let's go. Dun, dun, dun. Footsteps and grass and leaves, crickets. Harold, I always had an interest in the supernatural, David. No, there were certain things that happened, psychic phenomena. No normal, natural explanation. David, I've never seen any. Harold, nor have I. What's to say that Uncle Amos can't return? Crickets louder, occasional fog crunk. How do you want to have the key? With the key, David. He opened the door. Hand in chain, the metal lock, click of a lock opening. Sound of a heavy iron door, gate opening, door opening. How, David, it's a good thing we brought these flashlights, Harold, yes. Pretty dark in these, there, here. Should we go in? David, I guess so. Shuffling footsteps on stone. David, still don't see any reason for coming in here, Harold. David, there may be, not be, then again, he's in that crypt over there, footsteps on stone. Howard, nothing's been disturbed in here. It looks just like it did when he was placed here. David, wait a minute, there wasn't that that wasn't here the, the day you buried? Howard, what? David, this. 
Hey, uh, it's strange. I didn't see that when I came in. David probably wasn't looking over there. I wasn't either. Another little black ring, 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 ring broken, just like the others. Dun, dun, dun. David gave it me an exuberant sensation. Little figures broke into three pieces. I looked at Harold and he seemed to be afraid as I was. We looked up in the mausoleum again, went back to the house. By the time I began to wonder, I got him striking back at us from beyond the grave. We said goodnight about eleven and returned to our rooms. I couldn't get to sleep. I fell into a half doze and snapped. I snapped out of it again. Felt as if someone were watching me. There had been unseen eyes in the dark waiting for me to fall asleep. I knew it was only my imagination. Yet the feeling would not go away. Dun, dun, dun. David. Yeah, about three o'clock I got out to bed. So I had to return to the mausoleum. As I went out the front door, I noticed a little drizzle sprung up. Crickets, folks. Slow footsteps on gravel. David, someone think drew me toward the museum, compulsion in a false over which I had no control. Walked slowly up to the gravel walk, the museum not noticing the light rain which fell on me. When I was close enough to see the doorway, I see the distinct shot from the door was open, and there was a circle light behind it. I walked to the door, I tried to get through the door quietly. It jarred a little, a noise made a man inside whirl around. In his hand he held a gun. Messiah David, what are you doing here? David, I might ask you the same question, Mr. Sawyer. Gone. David had gone into the museum standing here with a gun. His hand was the executor of the estate, Carl Sawyer. Messiah David, what are you doing here? David, I might, David, I might ask you the same question, Mr. Sawyer. Messiah began to wonder. <coughs> Don't believe in people coming back after they die, but David, is that what the reason for that to read the gun? And so I don't know what I didn't find. Why do we say that's all? Now that I see it's you, I'll put it back in my pocket. By the way, David, what are you doing here? Not here. David, I was restless. Harold thinks something has happened has some supernatural significance. All he's talk made me nervous. And so I see. Do you think there's that something supernatural? The way Emily died. David, I don't know, Mr. Sawyer. I just don't know. Dun, dun, dun. David, Sawyer and I returned to the house. I asked him to spend the remainder of the night with us. Besides, I wanted to keep an eye on him. I didn't feel much like sleeping. I went down to the library, found a book, and sat down to read. Footsteps on wooden floor. Joyce, David? David, yes. Joyce, Mr. Sawyer. Tell me you're down here. What's the matter? David, that I couldn't sleep. Can't sleep, Joyce, David. I talked to Mr. Sawyer for almost ten minutes. He said he thinks that you, you'll be back at, you're in the back of everything. David, what did you say to that? Joyce, I told him that he's wrong. David, thanks for your confidence, Joyce. Joyce, the more I think about it, the more I think Harold's right with, with what you said. He said, David, that Uncle Amos has come back to life. Joyce, yes. That, that. David, I kept my eye on Sawyer. If I were you, 
Joyce, you think he's at the back of it? Daddy, I'm not sure. Joyce, you might have some reason for it. Daddy, I went out to the museum tonight, about an hour ago. Tony was out there. He had a gun in his hand. Joyce, perhaps he was just curious. Babe, why don't you get curious at three in the morning? Joyce, it doesn't seem rather odd. It does seem rather odd. But, Toya, no, I warn you. Stay away from me. Bang, bang. Ah! David, that's Sawyer. Joyce, this couldn't happen again. Just, just, just couldn't. David said, Harold, is that you, David? David, yes. Harold, I heard a shot. Joyce said, we. Harold, I thought he was one of you. Joyce, it's Sawyer. David came out late tonight. Found him out in the museum an hour ago. Joyce, here's his room. David tried the door. Harold, it, it's open. Joyce, uh, on the floor. Harold, is he? David, yes, he's dead. David. So I lay down on the floor, spilled on a grotesque position of death. By only one outstretched strand was a dark gun. By another, stolen, broken in three pieces, was a little black figurine. David called the police. They said they would be out as soon as they could. The three of us went downstairs to the living room. Harold, I was right. It was Uncle Amos who was behind all this. Joyce, it might be, it might be, must be. There is no other explanation. Harry, I told you before, there's certain things which cannot be explained. The death of Emily and Sawyer might prove that. Joyce, you still don't think that Sawyer lives in the back of it, do you, David? David Harley, Harold. Well, I will, no, will, no. Well, I'm leaving here now. I'm going upstairs to pack. I'll be down in a while. Footsteps upstairs, Joyce. I'm going to leave too, David. What about you? David, I know. I still can't make myself believe. Ah! Joyce, David. David, stay here. Joyce, no. I'll go with you. Two sets of footsteps running upstairs. David, he has, he has to be all right. Harold, Harold? Joyce, he doesn't answer. Harold, where are you? Joyce, Harold, answer me. Oh, no, Harold, answer us. David, his door is open. Joyce, he'd be dead. Dead, just like all the others. Dead, David, no, Joyce, he's not here. Joyce, the museum, Uncle Amos came and took him to the museum. <laughs> David went to the side room. David, Harold wasn't there. Nor was his gun. I suppose Harold picked it up his way to his room. I decided to get out to the museum. Museum. Let's see if Joyce is right. Let's see if Harold's dead body will be found there. Dun, dun, dun. Joyce. David Joyce wouldn't remain in the house alone. So together, they started out through the rain-filled night. Rain, walking into on gravel. Joyce, why don't we wait until the police come, David? Dave. David, it was this, there is something that's no supernatural. Then they won't be able to help us anyway. David, Joyce, David? David, what is the matter? Joyce, the museum door is open. David, you can stay here if you want to, but I'm going in. Joyce, now I'm going with you. David, stay close to me, Joyce. Joyce, I will. I don't like it in here, David. David, neither do I. Harold, but you're going to remain here for some time. David, that's Harold's voice. Harold, that's right. Turn the flashlight on. You'll see me then. Joyce, we thought you were tired of dead, hardly. But you two will be very soon. 
Joyce has had a, he's a, he's, has a gun, David. Harold, that's right. So has a gun. I planned this very carefully, David. May police arrive. They'll find you three dead. I'll be wounded. Tell the soils behind it all. They killed both of you out here. And then he came into the heaven house searching for me. The fight. Gun went off. He then, then he died. David, you killed Emily and Sawyer. Oh, yes. I'm going to kill both of you too. You don't think I believed all that, but Uncle. I fed you, but Uncle Amos coming back to you. Of course not. No, but it served its purpose. Now you serve your, you'll serve yours. Joyce Harold, look at the back of, out back of you. Harold, how stupid do you think I am? David, Uncle Amos, coughing. You step in. Get out of the way. Joyce, get out of the way, Harold. David, get out of the way. Harold, ah! David, he's joined Joyce. Harold screams as he crushed by coffin. David, he's dead, Joyce. Joyce, Uncle Amos? David, what did you say? Joyce, remember what Uncle Amos said when he was dying? He said he'd come back and settle what with us. A coffin, I wonder, the accent that it slipped out of its crypt. Or if Uncle Amos really did come back. So that's the end of tonight's tale of t- the usual terrifying the unknown. Join us again when we journey down the corridors of Holy Fancy to hear another strange tale of the supernatural. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.